Hey guys, I am Caleb Giddings. I'm Keith. And I'm Jack. And Jack is aware that he's on camera uh, this week, guys. So that was a comment we got on the last episode. And I'd like to start this episode off uh, by dedicating it to the guy who called us all undercover snitches uh, on the last episode. You can go fuck yourself, buddy. Um, <clears throat> all right. So anyway, uh, we have a very interesting uh, episode for you guys today. Uh, if you follow the news, which I hope you do, uh, yesterday, uh, both on Gap Daily uh, and on Tactical Life, we talked about Remington uh, reaching a settle Remington reaching a settlement agreement with the families of the Sandy Hook victims uh, to the tune of seventy five million dollars. And before we get into this, to kind of head off the stupidest of the questions, this does not apply to any of the extant Remington entities right now. So Remington Ammo, which is owned by Vista Outdoors, and Rem Arms, which is owned by Roundhill Group, are not affected by this. The settlement applies to the entity of Remington Outdoor Company, which was the one that existed during the Sandy Hook trial or the Sandy Hook massacre. It's the one that went bankrupt and sold all its assets off, you know, for a whole you could do like 75 uh podcasts on what's gone on with remington in the past 10 years we're not talking about that today we're talking about the settlement and we're talking about the social precedent and the possible ramifications of this going forward keith uh i hopefully headed off all of the dumb questions that we're going to get in the comments fingers crossed i'm sure there'll be something else but the, you hit on one of the big points there and and that's something we wanted to address with this because we've seen a lot of, you know, Remington sold out. We've we've seen a lot of things that are Remington. Like, a that Remington doesn't exist as a company anymore. That has been split up. All those assets are owned by different people anymore. So this is really just the liability uh, side of things that's left over because this lawsuit was in progress. And what this settlement does, and one of the benefits of the settlement is, unfortunately, it creates a very dangerous social uh situation in which it's now okay for people to chase this down and there's there's a contemplation of winning in a lawsuit but because the lawsuit was settled and it was not adjudicated a a judge did not make and and decide this it was settled out of court that's what the settlement is there is no there's no legal precedent set there's been a social precedent set that these the suits can go forward, but there's no legal precedent set that now there's a framework in place thanks to a successfully adjudicated lawsuit that um, if if a shooting happens and all these factors are also in play, that there there will be a giant payout at the end. If you say adjudicated again, Jack's going to start quoting lines from Way of the Gun. I, I was fighting so hard. <laughs> <laughs> they want to so, be criminals more than they want to commit crime. <laughs> so, and what's interesting about this is, and something that I talked about um, very briefly uh, yesterday, is that it very the the pattern for this lawsuit. What it does is it creates. To your point, it doesn't create a legal precedent, but what it does is create a roadmap, and it's a roadmap on how to run around the Protection of Lawful uh, Commerce in Arms Act and successfully sue uh, manufacturers or successfully damage uh, manufacturers by getting their insurance companies to make large payments. 
And we've, we've talked about uh, the protection of lawful commerce in arms act in mm-hmm. the past on, on an episode. And that's something that, that the gun industry specifically has needed because of lawsuits like this. Uh, because uh, unlike uh, big pharmaceutical companies or large vehicle manufacturers who also have products that cause a lot of <laughs> death and side effects, uh, the, the firearms industry isn't swimming in that level of money to have that level of legal representation to protect themselves in that same way. There just isn't that much cash that flows around in this industry to protect themselves in the, in the standard manner. So the, the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act is what this industry has been relying on in a lot of ways to not get like special sued because guns are bad, okay? Double extra sued. Jack, you look like you're gonna say something. Um, I think, I think one thing that we should keep in mind is nothing protects you from being sued. Fact. Like, Not even the PLCAA. You can be sued for anything. <laughs> you can, you can have paperwork that says I'm not allowed to be sued for this thing if this thing happens and the other person can sign it and they can still sue you. Like, you just, just get to bring that paper into the lawsuit and say, yeah, hey. hey, they said this and that thing carries no weight with it. So, I think we kind of get wrapped up with like, oh, it sets a bad precedent. Yeah, precedent matters, but to a point. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've gotten to know a number of lawyers and- I'm sorry. Yeah, same. (laughs) It's painful. Some aren't the worst, you know, they're just- Well, we are like a net. Eh, You know, then I remember she's a lawyer and it's like- Right. but nothing protects you from being sued. And if you are successful, you have a target. And people, not even the people involved, lawyers will go and seek out clients. They're not supposed to, but it happens. Um, it's called ambulance chasing for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was a, a pretty famous case of a, a guy being told to sue Tanwright after he blew his leg off. It's like, wait, was that the guy with the lawnmower? Uh, yes, from my hometown. <laughs> no like, one I, is I don't, I don't know that guy exactly, but like, I, I know exactly where he bought it from. And you like know his cousin, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we've definitely eaten barbecue together. I just can't place him. Um, I'll know next time at the barbecue slash tannerite shoot off, it'll be the guy missing a leg. Um, but like i remember hearing from people like yeah he should sue those guys i'm like john deere being a dumbass like and he didn't you know i don't want to put it out there that he did he didn't to my understanding but that kind of mentality of like you should sue is in everybody's ear about any topic of conversation um Mm -hmm. Automotive industry is dealt with it. Anytime injury gets involved, anytime injury gets involved, there's going to be someone in your circle who's like, you can probably get money out of this. Even if it is entirely and totally the consequences of your own actions. Oh, the consequences of my own actions. They've caught up to me. There's an entire cottage, not cottage industry, hell, there's an entire industry of lawyers who specialize in suing companies because specifically because they figured out where the right balance of 
a company would rather just pay you to make this go away versus fight you in court. And they know what that range of dollars is, depending on the type of injury, the company they're suing and all of that stuff. And they make a living doing that. That's what, uh, you know. Now both on you your... guys, hold on. Both you guys were in the military, right? Yeah. Did you know that 3M ear protection actually <laughs> is out of <laughs> Hang on. I can't hear you over the sound of my... <laughs> <laughs> no, but like tonight is it's kicking in with the you know with regard to that lawyer thing. Turn on your local morning news, you know, and you'll get fifty six commercials for lawyers who will fight for you if you're injured. There was one particularly egregious one where drive, they, drive anywhere downtown in in Detroit. It, oh yeah, it, every billboard. I'm I'm not kidding when I tell you that not too long ago during the morning news, one of these you know accident injury attorney lawyers used the uh oh no music from that tiktok that went viral in a television commercial i wanted to yeet my tv out of the window and it's a really nice tv i was like this is dead my wife looks at me and she's like why are you angry i'm like it's a fucking song <laughs> i just yeah i i think like if we look at the automotive industry how long is the automotive industry dealt with these lawsuits and they don't stop no they you don't know, no matter what no matter what's in place no matter and the automotive industry has way more money than the gun industry oh has. like it's not even i saw what an automotive guy who does my job makes i was like i should have paid attention to cars yeah i should have cared about cars <laughs> i have a friend who used to work for um an industry sort of association in the firearms industry. And she left and does the exact same job for uh, a different industry that isn't like, a, it's not one of like a sin industry. So it's not gambling or guns or alcohol. It's like main, I think it's, I think she works in cell phones. She makes triple her salary. And basically what she does is make memes now. Right. And I'm like, I should have paid attention in school. <laughs> <laughs> um oh man so anyway um uh plcaa we'll try to bring this back and then we can continue to talk shit about lawyers for a minute one of the things that's concerning to me about this is it opens up is it is it shows a it shows a roadmap for and running the protection of lawful commerce and arms act and people you can call me paranoid if you would want that that's that more of this is going to happen except it already has because if you get in your little time machine and you go back to when two things happened, the Connecticut State Supreme Court ruled that Remington's, uh, that the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act did not prevent this lawsuit. So how the PLCA works is I make guns. Some dipshit gets one of my guns and shoots up a bus full of nuns. You sue me for negligence. I say, no, this suit should be tossed out under the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. A judge reads the suit, reads the PLCA, and goes, I concur, and it gets tossed. Or a judge can say, I don't concur, this is going forward, which is what happened with Remington to the point that it got up to the Connecticut State Supreme Court, which ruled four to three that the suit could continue, specifically because they were targeting Remington's marketing at the time. Remington then appealed this to the United States Supreme Court, which uh, chose to not hear the appeal, thus uh, rendering the decision of the Connecticut State Supreme Court final. Almost immediately after 
uh, in like legal time. So almost immediate af immediately after to you and me means within the next five minutes. In legal time frames, it, I think it was about six months after that, the New Jersey State Attorney General subpoenaed Smith & Wesson's marketing records. So they went, so the second that the Connecticut State Supreme Court's decision created a legal precedent, that's an actual legal precedent, mm -hmm. that they that Remington could be sued for its marketing, the New York State Attorney General subpoenaed Smith & Wesson's marketing records. Now, one of the big differences, and that case is still ongoing because Smith & Wesson uh, is a publicly traded company that does have lawyers, and they were like, oh, let's, let's dance, and they sued New, the state of New Jersey in federal court. So that's a whole bag of cats that's being fought out at the state and the federal level right now. But it is a roadmap that has been created that people are already using to attack uh, legitimate companies based on their marketing. So I am uh, fairly confident in the statement that you're going to see more of this. Like, it's just like, you know, was it five, 10 years ago, they figured out that ballot and that voters are stupid and ballot initiatives are a really good way to backdoor gun control in. And you saw any state that had ballot initiatives would got one on there the next couple of years. They didn't all pass, but you find a strategy that works, you lather, rinse, repeat, lather, rinse, repeat. You find you find the method that gets you the result you want. And it doesn't have to be an honest method. It just has to be the working one. And I really, and I have to say the, uh, like, part of me also, you know, like, you know how sometimes when you watch a movie and the bad guy actually like does a good job, you're like, slow clap villain. Part of me is like slow clap villain because you found a, you found a way that works and like, eh, all right, you guys had your goal. We had our goal. You had better lawyers. You, you win this round. Yeah. The, 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 ter the terrifying thing is going to be uh, when when the smart lawyers get a hold of this and and knock in more wins and knock in more settlements because Re Remington defunct company the the company managing the assets and the final payout and everything like that like they that Remington is no longer Remington uh, it's a bunch of new companies and under new ownership and management now uh, but what happens when this comes back around to a company that's still in business, still functioning, but doesn't have that type of budget to absorb. That's going to be the goal uh, moving forward with lawsuits like this, especially if they can attack the marketing. And we know a lot of smaller companies that do a lot more cringy edgy marketing, marketing let's say. Um, <laughs> I'll they, just call they it cringe. Into the culture and um, they, uh, they they are not going to have the budgets to absorb something like this. I want to see somebody file a lawsuit against EAA for false advertising because they bought a Tanfo and it didn't give them gun legs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember gun legs? Man, I I sometimes I stumble through Shot Show like looking at the banners and being like a series of people signed off on this there's an infamous um ad series from a gun company that i remember being in the office and i would like every time i would see a new one i would walk over to the people in the office i would go who approved this this uh, there's so many i mean there, e there's, e there's is a my famous favorite. floridian that uh had oh a my god the guy 
Remember the piss, yeah, the piss mustache? The piss mustache. Piss no, mustache. no. For those who will drink their own urine. So there's that one, and then there's one where the guy, there's like a guy with like, a, he's he's the redneckiest dude I've ever seen in a gun advertisement. Like, typically, gun ads try and be a little more Yellowstone. You know, mm-hmm. like, sexy redneck, not, not like me, deranged right. redneck. This guy was like way further on the deranged scale. And he had a raccoon penis bone in his hat band. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, who allowed this? And everybody's like, what's wrong? I'm like, that man has a raccoon penis bone in his hat band. And they were like, how do you know that? I'm like, because I'm a redneck. I am. But this does not make me want to like, 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 like <laughs> You know, as I, we as we side tail, and we, we can talk about gun marketing, because I think people are more interested in that than the PLCAA. Um, I, I, I really, really want to be clear uh, when I talk about EAA's marketing and how deranged and absolutely unhinged it is. I am not saying that in a bad way. I love their marketing. EAA's print ads and you know short videos and all of this stuff, they give me life. They breathe life and energy into me. And when I saw gun legs, the visual representation of how that came about was like this. <sighs> and then they did it and that was it i i don't think it was eaa i think it was i think it was it might have been calvary arms i don't know but i I remember wandering around uh nra the first time i was there and looking around and and this this was the same year as p mustache but then i i make a a 90 degree turn and i look at this booth and it's just decked out medieval cosplayers on every poster but holding like meme tier grade AKs and SKSs and everything like that. But it wasn't Tapco. I don't I don't remember. Maybe it yeah. was Tapco, but I don't so, feel like it was Tapco. I'm a nerd. Like I'm a big nerd. I go to conventions. I, I cosplay the whole nine yards. The amount of cosplay that actually happens at Shot Show would shock it's, most people. Yes. And it's not the tactical guys. It's not the guys that every dude's wearing 5'11. They all have the same beard. They all have the same tattoo. It is the cowboy action shooters. <laughs> Sir. I do Sir. not. I'm not here to trash them, but it is definitely weird to be walking down the aisles of Shot Show and Stink Fist McGee in a pair of like fake, like he's actually put dust on his, uh, on his like chaps. So Wait, they're, to make they're them like, look like used. they're worn and stuff. And he like just wheels around on me with six revolvers on him. The, the equivalent of battle worn Cerakote. And they're uh, not the only guys. They're like, no. there's a little cross section of these dudes in like one little corner. If you've been to Shot Show, you know exactly where I'm talking about. Yeah, it's the corner where, where Taylor's and yes. Cimarron and all yes. of the Western gun companies are. And they're all there in like full duded up cowboy wear. One year, Taylor's hired a dude like he's a professional gun spinner, which I didn't know was a job. And I saw that, that guy. guy. And where was that guy at career day when I was in high school? Um, <laughs> right. But he was, I mean, like, admittedly, the guy's really good. Like, he was, like, flipping, like, spinning his guns and shit, and it was really cool. But, yeah, he was in, like, a full-blown costume. And, I mean, like a like a B-movie Western costume. And I, I have to pause this real quick because I'm, I'm Googling as we're talking. Uh, did you know that EAA actually made two gun legs ads? The, I, I, there was I a po- sequel? 
well, I'm not sure which one came first. So the gun legs ad that we think of is the one with the tan, the the tan, the, yes. the tanfula, tan, tanfolia, tanfolia. Yeah, the 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 pasta blasters. It was pasta blasters. So she had the Italian gun, the Italian semi-autos for legs. They did a second one, which I'll post a link to this in the description of this video on YouTube, uh, for their line of. Uh, Bounty, uh, bounty hunter revolvers, where she's sitting on a robot unicorn with gun legs. So she has gun legs because she's coming through a portal. I, you know what? Here, I'm just gonna show this to you guys. So I'm gonna post this into uh, the friggin' chat window here in our meeting because this is. I just click on that. I, it's. I can't even. I, my brain cannot. You know, man, there's a lot going on here. There is so much happening with this. (laughs) I wish our main topic was about anything else so we could just run this. (laughs) Oh, man. This feels like something that one of my friends would make when they're like, What is Jack's job? And they're just like, This would be the joke. (laughs) I have been in so many meetings where the words, no bad ideas are uttered and we just throw things on the board we've been there i know me and keith has been there hour six of no bad ideas and anything's going on that board i cannot imagine i would say this <laughs> how would you even say this so if you're if you guys are not watching the vi- the visual version of this you know what i can do hang on i'm gonna i'm gonna let the world see this thing hang on one second let me hit a freaking button uh there's got we it. can definitely yeah, we, we will roll this in. You will all enjoy the enjoy this with us. All right, here we go. Why Desktop is she so pale? Like, share. I can oh, zoom in. Good. Sakes. I have to first before I can do this. I have to like. <clears throat> so oh, yeah, I'll zoom to share my desktop. Here's uh, what's messed up. I'm thinking about buying one of these right now. I have one actually. I, I sure, kind of I, I would kind of dig a uh, 44 or 45 long colt uh nickel finish yeah nickel finish bounty hunter that would also look cool in my shoulder holster as I sit in a oh there it can is. you guys see my screen there it is yeah. folks. all right guys if you are watching this just look at it would you just look at it it's amazing. absorb this glorious marketing with us. It's a lot going on here. The robot the unicorn robot like. unicorn's hair is crocheted. <laughs> it totally is. You, it, I mean, okay, you know what? Whoever did this, bravo to you. Yeah, bravo to you. It's well you, done. You had the courage to do what no one else would. What's the other gun legs? Pull up the other gun legs one. Oh, we've got. Oh, yeah, hang full, on. Yeah, let me go get full, the other one. Full so. JRE right now. <laughs> yeah, Jamie, pull up, pull up gun legs. Jamie, pull up gun legs. <laughs> All right, hang on. I'm going to open this image in a new oh, tab she is. so we can. Oh, she was once the robot, and then the unicorn also became the robot. Oh, holy crap, guys. No, I just realized if you look at this. So, girl. yeah, I got to zoom back out. So, uh, hang on, my favorite thing about this photo is that somebody took a photo of a magazine and you can see their toes. 
in it. Classic. Yes. Uh, it's classic <laughs> Arfcom. I actually, because this, I found this on Arfcom, I think that might be intentional. So if you guys look at this real quick, she's going through the portal. All right. So right here we have the portal. And then here's the portal. What if the what if this these two ads were meant to be part of a two-page spread? Oh my god. Like that with, would be too much. With gut legs one on the left side, because the portal is you get that part of the portal, and then gun legs two on the other side of the portal, and you open it up and it's a two-page center for gut legs spread. <laughs> one, I don't think we're allowed to say gun leg spread. Two. <laughs> two, I'll never I'll never beat this. Like it at no point. I could be told to try and beat this, and I couldn't come up with something no, that's better than this. You'll never make an, an ad that's better or more unhinged than this. Also, wearing? the title of this episode is going to be Gun Legs, and also maybe the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. <laughs> Can you, you know what? I just want to meet whoever did this. I, I'm I... that shot show 2023, the three of us head to the EAA booth and we get some answers. Like I want to know who approves. Who is the ads. brilliantly deranged individual? I'll put it out there. If we can find this person, I'll buy dinner. Gun legs. Right? Gun legs. I just want to <laughs> sit with you. I want to absorb your marketing power. It's so oh my god. I, I, I can't need, believe that I, I didn't know about that. this level of chaos. I need to. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't know about the freaking uh cowboy action gun legs until just now. It's just what what has even happened? Um EA's had some other fun ads, not that we're like there's the you know they've had like the whole Mad Max vibe. Uh I was fine with that. I that one, yeah, okay. that's like their least deranged one. Um there's one where a woman has, wow, this one's pretty bad. Oof. Uh, I might have to start sharing my screen again. Oh, this connection is not private. Damn it. My security thing. This one is described as a sexy gun ad, and it is a woman with four arms um, in a bikini who looks vaguely coerced. Uh, I don't. I don't know how better to describe this, but, and I can't get a version of it to pull up that isn't, that my computer, you know, doesn't think has a virus. So never mind. Shame. Uh, maybe, hang on. We're just going to try one little search. EAA, four armed woman ad. Oh, damn it. It's still on the other one. Oh, well, anyway. Uh, EAA, we love you for the record. Yes. Again, if somebody from EAA is listening to this, you guys are amazing. If, if you the, think the chaos we won't our, our enjoyment in our lives. Yeah, if you think we it. won't dedicate an episode to how much we love your product if you send us some, you're wrong. We will. <laughs> we 100% will. Uh, but it has to come with, I, I want you guys to make this two-page centerfold of the gun legs ads now. Like, I, I need... I've seen it. I'm going to put it out there. I know at least a few people that listen to this have some Photoshop skills. And there's a number of pictures that exist of all three of us. Please show us your best gun day brunch gun like memes. Yes. Please, please bring me this. Um, 
we do want to be gun legs (laughs) finest memes make me into gun legs guys oh lord well uh i don't know how we're going to top the rest of this episode so let's just end it uh thanks everyone for watching listening uh i do uh, I, i would like to bring it slightly back to reality um and just you know remind you guys you know uh we don't really know what's going to happen with the protection of lawful commerce and arms act or anything like that uh these lawsuits come and go and when we get more news we'll give you the news but that's it for this week thank you for watching sharing liking subscribing uh uploading you know and yeah send us your gun leg memes that's the big takeaway of this one is gun leg memes that's it you guys got anything uh, to our one Google listener. Oh, you found you know, that guy. Yeah, I found you out, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tear this up real quick. But uh, Totzian, Totzian. I don't know. What, did you say his name? Is he German? No, no. He's no. uh, he's he is uh. I'm trying to use South African Dutch. Okay. Right to say goodbye. Uh, so. <laughs> That one's for him. Very that, niche. That's for you, guy. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're out. Uh, everybody, you know, stay dangerous or healthy or not or whatever. Keep the gun legs running. Yeah, keep, keep them. God damn it, that was running. a good ending. <laughs>